Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness, and this episode is brought to you by the Sunny Health and Fitness Speed Cable Jump Rope. I'm your host, resident fitness expert, Matt. And I'm Sydney, your second resident fitness expert. And Christina will not be joining us, unfortunately, today. She will be missed, but she will be back. So don't worry. Cindy and I will carry the reins today. I think we'll be able to handle it without her. So Cindy, today we're going to address motivation once again, because it's a huge topic and oftentimes we get motivated and then we become less motivated. So we want to make sure that if you are an individual out there and you're still having trouble with motivation, you feel like you've ran out of ways to motivate yourself. We want to bring you some more creative and maybe unusual ways that we have experienced either personally or professionally working with other clients uh, to try and bring you some just new ways that you can try to get yourself motivated. So we're going to go over 10 different ways. I have five that I want to discuss and then Sydney's going to bring up her five and we'll just give you some examples and throw them out there and see if they stick and see if there's something that you can start implementing or using along your health and fitness journey. So the first one that I have used personally with clients before is a fitness contract. Ooh. Yeah. Have you heard of those before, Sydney? Yes. I like the sound of it. Yeah. So most people are familiar with contracts, right? There's an agreement and you sign something and You're kind of locked into that agreement. And if you don't honor it, then something negative potentially could happen. So same thing in fitness. If you have somebody who's having trouble staying on track with things and they just don't have the ability to stay focused, a lot of times people can be a little bit more committed when there's a actual written down agreement or contract between either, in my case, it was me as a personal trainer and my clients. So I had to write down their goals. I would write down my expectations of them. They would write down the things that they want to try to accomplish. And we would both sign the agreement and they would be committed to that contract because they signed it. They put their signature on it. And that works for some people because they know there's actual tangible evidence that they've committed to something (laughs) (laughs) rather than just saying, oh yeah, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. True. It was a fun way. It's fun making those contracts and you can kind of, if you're going to do it with somebody, the best way to probably do that would be to do it with an accountability partner. So if it's your gym buddy or a significant other or a really good friend or your trainer, somebody who's willing to hold you accountable, you guys can kind of talk about what that contract might look like and then actually physically sign it. And then if there's some kind of, you know, result, if you, if you don't complete that contract or their, that agreement, then uh, whoever is holding you accountable can say, hey, you signed it. So if you didn't complete this contractor expectation, there is some kind of consequence or oh, no. you know, something will <laughs> something will happen. <laughs> Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, ne- I never made it anything extreme in terms of like if they didn't honor their contract or their commitment, you know, they'd have to pay me like a hundred bucks or something. It was more like, all right, if you don't honor this agreement, uh, you're going to have a pretty 
tough day at the gym for a week <laughs> or maybe we're going to do all the, the exercises that you potentially don't like not that they're going to be harmful to them but just maybe they really hate burpees or they really hate doing you know sprints on a treadmill oh burpees well, <laughs> that, that is true punishment then that will right be there. that will be the consequence <laughs> for that particular individual so it's kind of a dual motivator uh number one there's actual written agreement there's a contract um you can always come back to it you can say hey you signed it we agreed to it and then also the extra motivation of having that potential consequence of not honoring the agreement um, to where that, that might be a little bit more motivating the, than the agreement itself. So um, that's one that I've used and it has worked for uh, a few of my clients. So if that sounds like something you might want to try, I definitely recommend it. What do you think, Cindy? Fitness contract? I would be down. I think I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Like if you've never created one, it's just fun to kind of draw it up and kind of see what comes out and who you might want to sign it with. And yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I'll get some people in the office to sign mine so I can stay on my lunch workouts. There you go. That's right. You've been doing those, yeah. I think, still. Well, mm, kind of. <laughs> Sydney's, I need to get better. <laughs> Sydney's fitness, I need a contract. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney's lunch fitness contract. Yes. Uh, the next one that we we've had we've discussed this one before, um, and it's based off of accountability. And I believe we touched on uh, the social media version of accountability, which is to uh, share your journey. So if you have a goal, if you're starting a fitness program, if you're doing something new, um, a good way to stay motivated is to share it. Like let people know what's going on. Uh, you know, you'll have a supportive community that will hopefully build you up in a positive way. And it also gives you that, that accountability of people will expect to keep your updates or see that you've been posting your exercises or your activity. And if you don't do it, then people might be like, Hey, what's going on? Did you stop working out? Like I haven't seen you post anything in a while. So if that's something that you're involved with on social media, that can be a good way or a good strategy um, to kind of help you stay motivated, especially from a variety of different people that might indirectly uh, support you more than you think, especially if, you know, they're not somebody you see all the time, but they can send you messages or they can, you know, give you some encouragement um, over social media or however you want to share your journey. Uh, you know, maybe it's through email, maybe it's through, with some coworkers, just to kind of throw it out there and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to send some updates, let you know how my progress is going. You also might motivate some other people to join in. Uh, if they see what you're doing, they might get excited and be like, cool, I want to be part of that also. And now you've got a little community. It's so. always surprising who gets mo motivated by things that you send out in the world. Like you don't think anybody is interested. And then a lot of people pick up on it. It's cool. Yeah, because, you know, we, might, we may think we have different interests, but at the same time, Maybe you have similar interests when it comes to your specific goals. So, and you never know unless you throw it out there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so sharing your journey, definitely would recommend that as well. Number three for me, or my third kind of unusual motivation strategy is um, to put your goal, uh, to not only think about it, to not only say that you have this goal, but to actually put it in a visible location. So um, reminding yourself what your goal was or what it is um, so that you can actually be consistently reminded about it. And uh, the, the best example that I can come up with for this one is uh, talking to a specific individual that had a goal to look like a certain celebrity. And I can't remember who it, it was exactly, but I think it was a country music person <laughs> who was in very good shape. 
Um, <laughs> and the individual, I, I asked this individual, I said, so what, what's your goal? And, and they said, well, I want to look like this person. So what we did was I asked them, okay, well, since I don't really know what this person looks like or what this person's physique looks like, because that's really all, all they could think of. They could say, well, I want to, I want to have the body like this person, which <laughs> is probably pretty common if you asked somebody they might be able to give you a specific example of somebody they might want to look like. Now, that doesn't mean that you can create your body to look exactly like them, but it's a good goal in terms of, are they really lean? Are they very muscular? Do they have a specific part of their body that they you know, work on more than another? So you can kind of break it down and look at a person's physique and say, okay, well, they're obviously very muscular or they're very they're very lean and they have very strong arms or very strong legs. They have a very strong and well-developed core. So I just asked them, I was like, all right, well, you got to bring me a picture. I don't know what this person looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so they brought in a picture and it was like this country music star, like shirtless <laughs> showing off his physique. And I was like, okay, I, I know what, I know what you want to look like now. This is a very, very detailed picture. So what I did was I had that person, I, I hung it up every time we had a training session and I just put it on the wall <laughs> while we were working out as motivation and just point to it periodically to help them be a little bit more motivated. Sounds pretty motivating if you ask me. <laughs> um, so that was kind of different. Um, I never had somebody actually physically bring in a picture, number one, because like who prints out pictures anymore. But yeah. <laughs> um, it was just funny to actually have that picture posted uh, during workout sessions. And it, it did motivate that individual to work a little bit harder. And they did see some good results. Uh, now, did they turn into that celebrity? No, but um, they did make some progress and uh, potentially, uh, you know, cause their body to shift from where they were to uh, a better physique, a little bit more lean, a little bit more muscular. So in their own, in their own way, because you can't necessarily create, uh, you know, or duplicate somebody else's physique, you have to improve on your own physique. Um, so that was a fun one. I've done <laughs> that one in the past, actually myself too. Like it wasn't with photos or anything, but I used to write out like goals I had on little post-it notes and stick them on my mirror so that I would remember them every morning. Cause I'm so bad at forgetting like, goals or like things that I really want to do and then six months later I'll be like oh shoot I was trying to do that so that really helped me a lot so that's another idea it doesn't have to be a picture yes I agree it, it yeah definitely written down goals having them available where you can see them a lot of people will put them maybe around their house maybe on the refrigerator somewhere where they know they oh the fridge they're gonna wake up <laughs> they're gonna wake up every day and they're gonna see that goal that they set whether it's a picture whether it's written down whatever it is um, they're going to visually be reminded of it on a daily basis because a lot of people might have a goal and they're just thinking about it, but they may forget exactly what their commitment was, exactly how they were going to plan on getting there. Um, or if it's a picture of a physique that they want to look like, reminding them, okay, if I want to get there, you know, it's going to take a lot of hard work. Um, so placing your goals in a visible location basically is the, the general motivational strategy there. Uh, the next one is create a competition. So everybody likes competition, at least for the yes. most part. Some people a lot more than others. Uh, some people don't mind it at all. Uh, but it does work for a lot of different people. So um, oftentimes it depends on what type of competition to be involved in. Not everybody's motivated by the same kind of competition. But um, if it's a fun little, you know, uh, activity that where you can compete with, you know, another person or a group of people, Oftentimes people can be motivated to try to outdo one another, which is friendly, good old fashioned 
competition. And that's, you know, it's not just for athletes. You can create it in any type of atmosphere, depending on um, if it's in your gym setting, if it's with, uh, you know, a friend, if it's with a family member, uh, if it's with your trainer. Um, we used to have competitions between trainers and clients. Um, so we would have, you know, our team of clients versus team of another trainer's clients and we'd compete with each other on who could get uh, whose team of clients uh, to achieve their goals faster and sometimes we would we would switch and we would say okay well you know we have I have 10 10 clients and you have 10 clients but we're going to switch and we're going to be you know the coaches or the motivators for the other person's clients so that was a little little fun and we just put down it we just make it like a big challenge board and we'd track you know the progress between the individuals and see who's uh, doing more than the other team and then you can kind of see how the competition is going so a little bit more of a visual representation there as well but um, it all just comes down to you know kind of competing with one another to help you stay on track and stay motivated because you don't want the other person to beat you yes <laughs> so competition is definitely something that i recommend uh, it doesn't have to be anything crazy it can be really simple um, and uh, that's been shown to be very successful and very motivating the last one for me is to make a bet. <laughs> Ooh, uh, friendly wager, you know, or maybe it's a huge bet. You know, depends on kind of what your commitment looks like. Um, I've had people, you know, bet bet you know meals uh, with me on whether or not they're going to complete uh, their required tasks for the week. So if we set a goal and um, you know, I want them to exceed that expectation that we, that we put down some kind of little bet, like, okay, if you exceed my expectations, I'll go buy you coffee or something. Or if, you know, you, you do, uh, if you go above and beyond my expectation <laughs> for this week, then next week I'll give you a session that's just all stretching or something. Ooh. So just little, little wagers like that can be very motivating depending on the person. Obviously you want to make sure that if you're betting something, it's going to be motivating because otherwise if it's you know if they're if you're going to bet coffee but they hate coffee like yeah that's not going to do anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it doesn't have to, yeah it doesn't have to be financial either although those can be very motivated motivating as well a lot of work work and workplace environments have set up competitions where they actually will pool to that pool together a certain cash of value and whoever you know does the best towards reaching their goals uh, would, end up, would end up getting that cash value. So, you know, if that's something you find a lot of individuals that would be willing to do that, then that's totally appropriate and can be very motiv motivating because nobody wants to lose their money. <laughs> oh, no. I like the sound of that. So, I, um, I could go for some winning some money. Yeah. So make, <laughs> making a bet, you know, obviously make sure that it's, you know, not something outrageous, but enough to where that you'll feel like, okay, I don't want to lose this bet. And then you'll know that that's a good one to, that will keep you motivated. So creating a fitness contract, sharing your journey, making your goals visible, creating a competition or making a bet. Those are kind of my five fun ways. If you're looking for different motivational strategies that you could potentially start implementing and have been proven to work in my experience for the individuals that I've worked with. So Sydney, you've got a few more. All right. go, go ahead and let you expand on those and then we'll kind of give you a little summary and wrap up and then might have a couple more at the end that we can talk about uh, that weren't in our top 10 list. Cool, okay, so diving into a few of my ideas. So the first one is just do something, which sounds like extremely basic, but one of my favorite ever like sayings about fitness is 
the two-mile walk that you do is better than the three-mile run that you don't do. So basically, if Ooh, you set... Deep. Right? I love that quote. But like, basically, like if you set really high expectations for yourself and like say you get home from work and you don't feel like doing it, like you just want to sit on the sofa, watch TV, lay around. Like what I would recommend is think about something that's still active that you can do. So, you know, like you don't have to force yourself to do the thing you don't want to do, but like do something, you know? I agree. That's a great point because oftentimes we have you know, these grand plans and we want to be part of these, you know, full comprehensive programs and we want to hit a hard new year's resolution style or we're going to be all in. And then yep. a week or two later, we're not doing anything anymore. Yeah. Um, where that might just have been an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation for yourself to start that hard or try this new program. And maybe it just was too much too soon. You weren't ready for it physically, mentally, but Instead of saying, wow, okay, well, so much for that, (laughs) (laughs) make an adjustment, you know, instead of, yeah, training for a marathon, why not train for a 5k, you know, if you've never run or walked before. Yeah, training for a marathon is great, but if that is too challenging of of a commitment for you. Well, yeah, train for a 5K. Yeah, and sometimes even it's not that it's too challenging for you. Like maybe you're just kind of over it for a minute and it that's totally fine to like acknowledge that and pick something that sounds fun or exciting. Like fitness doesn't have to be a drag all the time. Like you can make it fun. I agree. Yeah, okay, so that's number one. I do that all the time because I get home from work and I don't feel like working out. So highly recommend just doing something. Number two is kind of similar to Matt's ask for accountability, but this one is join a fitness community with the same goals as you. So basically what I'm thinking here is, you know, big fitness communities are out there already on the internet. Like totally feel free to, you know, start your own account and start posting things and stuff. But there's all of these great communities that are already there. So I recommend looking for something online that appeals to you. You know, there's everything out there from like CrossFit to Kayla It Signs to like, you know, Beachbody, whatever it is that you are interested in. Go look for other people who like to do that and then talk to them about it because that can always be, you know, really motivating is finding people who do the same things. Yeah, and it seems like there's a fitness community for like every single person that exists in the world. Oh, for sure. So if you are a mom and you have, you know, you're staying at home and you have a child or maybe you don't have kids and you're, you know, single, like there's a group, there's a group for you <laughs> somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With people of like-minded uh, or, you know, current life stage, whatever it is, there's, there's probably a fitness community for exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> it's all out there. So that's join a fitness community. And then my next recommendation is join a sports team or a league of some kind of sport that you're into. So this one has worked wonders for a bunch of my friends. You know, after college, it's like you don't have a free gym anymore. You get kind of lazy. You're out in the working world. And all of my friends who have kind of had a hard time ended up joining a team together And it's really helped keep them accountable because like now all of them are kind of egging each other on because they want to be 
the best basketball team in the league. So they all go to the gym together and they work out specifically to try to be the best basketball players in the league, which I think is super cool. Like, it's not like they're just like, oh, we're in this league. You know, they really like encourage each other to get after it. So if you're having a hard time getting motivated, I recommend finding a team because they can help you along and really push you to reach some goals and have fun while you're doing it. I agree. That's really, it's really motivating when you have an actual activity that you need to be able to physically perform. So even though I'm not part of a recreational league right now, that was part of the reason why I chose to complete the marathon because I knew it would, I would have to be active. Yeah. I couldn't complete the marathon unless I prepared myself for it. So that meant I had to go out and run. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So real quick, let's go ahead and go through your last couple um, and just kind of rattle them off and then... I've got a couple more I'll briefly go over and then we'll kind of give you a little bit of a, a basic bottom line when it comes to motivation. Cool. Okay. So the second to last one is schedule a body composition or fitness test once a month, which me and Christina have been doing this in the office lately. Weighing yourself is great, but an actual body composition test is awesome because it'll tell you your percent body fat to muscle and I found that to be a really helpful ratio because I'm not really interested in losing weight, but I think it's really a motivating factor to think about, oh, like, am I increasing my muscle mass and am I decreasing my fat mass? So that's one thing that you could think about doing. Yeah, it's very motivating to see that you can actually change your body when you get a fitness assessment like that. And then a lot of times if you don't have a trainer or you don't have somebody that can assess you, there are facilities that where you can, you can pay to have them just do a fitness assessments on you. Um, so you can pay for multiple ones and schedule them out. And that's a good way to kind of help you stay on track with that. So it looks like you got one for more. Sure. And then my last one is setting an example for others. So I don't have kids, but Matt has showed me the most adorable videos of his <laughs> daughter lifting weights at the gym. She's like, what, three? She was like two when, two? You, when she did, when yeah, we did that one. Yeah, super impressive. But I mean, basically the whole point is like, rather than just exer exercising for yourself, like think about the example that you're setting for others around you, especially if you have kids think about, oh, like, are the actions that I'm taking healthy and strong and a good example? Or am I being lazy? And am I teaching my kids like that being lazy is okay? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. People are watching and they'll definitely be motivated if they see that you're taking those steps to be becoming healthy. They'll be motivated by that as well. Um, real quick, last two, there was one I came across uh, just randomly uh, searching the web where I, I heard of a, a trainer that used a photo blackmailing motivational strategy <laughs> where they had a particularly not really flattering photo of their client and basically said, hey, if you don't follow along with what I'm telling you to do, I'm going to share this not flattering photo. <laughs> On social media, and I guess that ended up being very motivating. I'm not recommending that you do photo blackmail. It was just a funny story that I came across. So, um, <laughs> then the it. last one, the last one is rewarding yourself. So, you know, making an agreement with yourself and say, okay, if I accomplish A, B, and C, and I reach my goal, then I'm going to re reward myself, and that can be whatever it is that you choose. I mean, I've had people reward themselves with new clothes. I've had people reward themselves with nice vacations, whatever it is that you think would be 
you know, motivating for you. Kind of make it a goal to say, hey, if, if I do this, then I'm going to go ahead and reward myself for accomplishing that. And that's totally awesome. It's a great way to stay motivated if, uh, if that's a strategy that, strategy that works for you. So bottom line, motivation matters. If you haven't checked out our other two podcasts on motivation, we have two. One of One's called I'm Not Motivated to Work Out and the other one's about willpower. And the main main point is you just got to find what works for you and, and don't stop looking don't stop looking for strategies that might help you. I mean, there's lots of different strategies out there. Uh, once you start searching, you might find some other unusual strategies that other people have used. Don't be afraid to try them unless they're you know potentially harmful, which I don't <laughs> think most of them would be. But yeah, don't stop trying and uh, make sure that you're always you know thinking about it because once you get distracted and you know, life comes at you and you forget about it, then it's hard to get back on track. So just always keep it in the forefront of your mind and, and you'll be moving in the right direction. All right, Stanley, let's go ahead and wrap yeah. this up. This episode is sponsored by the Sunny Health and Fitness number 69 Speed Cable Jump Rope, a versatile tangle resistant speed rope that is compact, durable, and ideal for conditioning, physical fitness, cardiovascular workouts, coordination, and balance. We want to thank you for joining us at 9to5Fitness. Hope you enjoyed the show and learned something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic or other useful fitness tips, check out our notes or visit us at sunnyhealthandfitness.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for free weekly workouts and helpful health and fitness tips. Come back next time when we talk about the best equipment for novice exercisers. Thank you.